0: This is A Voice, a podcast with Dr. Gillian Kayes and Jeremy Fisher. This is A Voice. Hello and welcome to... Sis.
1: The
0: thistle-sifters have arrived. Too many tongue twisters in the previous one. Hello and welcome to This Is A Voice, Season 6, Episode 6. The podcast
1: where we get vocal about things voice.
0: Okay, what are we doing today? Oh, no. Yeah, no. Go mess this up completely. Don't don't do things. There's no things. Don't keep changing changing the line. Changing the line. Right. Okay. (laughs) Hello and welcome to This Is A Voice, Season 6, Episode 6.
1: The podcast where we get vocal about voice.
0: I'm Jeremy Fisher.
1: And I'm Dr. Gillian Kayes. What are we doing today? Well, we're doing something unusual. There's been a lot of uh, talk on our Singing in the Actor Facebook group about a video of Darcy Lynn singing Radiohead's Creep using ventriloquism.
0: Uh, For those of you who don't know, Darcy Lynn was very, very successful in American talent show as a young teenage ventriloquist, Mm. extremely good. And she did ventriloquism and singing.
1: So, of course, the conversation has been mind absolutely blown. How is she doing it? And also something very interesting, which is about resonance, which we'll come to later.
0: Yeah. I mean, the reason that we're interested is in 2016, I wrote the chapter of the book, uh, This is a Voice, on ventriloquism and mimicry. And in Mm. fact, um, the the chapter that you're seeing in the book at the moment is in fact only half what I wrote, because I wrote two entirely separate chapters, one on ventriloquism and one on mimicry. And because we wanted the book to be a certain length, uh, we put both of those chapters together and cut them both in half. So there's many more things that I could tell you about ventriloquism but not today.
1: And this was one of the chapters uh, those of you who heard one of our earlier podcasts will remember about Jeremy sort of discussing the contract with the uh, Welcome Foundation and coming home and saying we're doing the lot and I went what beatboxing ventriloquism you're off your head.
0: No, no I've been d- I've been dabbling in ventriloquism since I was about 8.
1: I'm- Do you think that's because of the kind of material that you've often sung, because you've sung a lot of patter songs and you really think about how you form words?
0: Um, It was, was, I think it was the other way around. It was Mm. because I got to be moderately good at ventriloquism, moderately good. Um, It really helps patter song singing. It really helps strings of words and really fast lyrics where Mm. you have to get the sense across, because... In a way, the more you move your articulators, the less fast you can sing. So the more accurate the movements that you can get really small, the quicker you can sing. It's great. It's a really brilliant byproduct. So anyway, where
1: can they find these exercises in the book?
0: is, we are going to start with, um, the whole chapter starts on page 92, Ventriloquism and Mimicry. And in fact, um, what we're going to do is to play a little excerpt from Darcy Lynn's uh, video. She's sitting in the car, she's singing Creep by Radiohead, and she's trying it out because people don't believe that she can sing without mm. moving her lips. So mm. she sings it once with... Um, Mouth movements, and then she sings it again with no mouth movements.
1: And then she mixes and matches. And then at she the mixes end. and matches Very either
0: syllable, which is really good. And people on the Facebook group were saying, Well, what's she doing? What's she doing? And I'm thinking, Well, she's doing actually exercises 31, 32. 33, 34, 35, 36. I mean, she's doing pretty much everything that's in the book. And it's so, well, frankly, it's so gratifying to see somebody at that level with that skill doing exactly what I'm talking about in the book.
1: So we're using it as an exemplar of how to put it into practice. And I'm going to challenge Jeremy to try one or two phrases.
0: It's going to be really interesting. This is one of the, the few episodes that we say it's really good to watch it on YouTube because you will be able to see whether my lips move or not. Mm-hmm. Um, we're just going to play a little bit of Darcy's singing when she's singing the, the opening lines of Creep without moving her lips, just so that we have something to, mm. to go with.
1: And this is a car video, so you're going to hear background noise. Yes. It's not us.
0: And obviously we'll drop the link to the video into the show notes mm. so you can see it yourself.
1: When you were here before I couldn't look you in the eye You're just like an angel, your skin makes me cry.
0: That'll do nicely.
1: So Jeremy, the first thing I want to ask you is which mouth position is Darcy using?
0: Okay, this is exercise 31. And Mm -hmm. it's almost the most important thing to start with as a ventriloquist is you're not allowed to move your lips. You can't be seen to move your Mm. lips, but you can put your mouth into three separate shapes. And basically the first one is very neutral, not open very much, but very relaxed. The second one is the same thing, but smiling lips. And the third one is called the shock view, which is when you are horrified by what your puppet has just said. And so the mouth is, the jaw's more open, the mouth's a bit more open. Um, And the thing that I do say in the exercise is if you're going to do the shock view, which is... Then you can't do it face on to the audience because mm. the audience, because your jaw is more open, the audience mm. will see your tongue movements. Mm. So the shock look, watch this in the ventriloquists that you watch on television. Mm. The shock look tends to be done to the side to, to your puppet so that the, the audience never sees a face on shock movement. Mm. So, so she's doing relaxed.
1: She's doing relaxed, yes. It's a sort of, for me, it's like if I'm, I'm looking at myself doing it.
0: It's almost the gormless look, but yeah. it's a very—it's quite a narrow gormless mm. look. It's just this sort of… Uh, it's very, my th- thinking loose. face with
1: my mouth open. Thinking face how with I would mouth describe open. it. I like it,
0: yes. Yeah. Um, so the lyrics are, when you were here before, couldn't look you in the eye, you're just like an angel, your skin makes me cry. Mm. And just listening to her, there are a couple of places where she makes a face, and I can tell you exactly why she makes the face – because she has B's and M's, um, and I think that's N. Which it. are bilabial. Uh, well, the M is – both of them are bilabial, mm-hmm. so you use both lips and your lips are supposed to close, and that's how you create mm-hmm. the consonant. Mm-hmm. Now, obviously, as a ventriloquist, you can't close your lips, mm-hmm. so you have to replace it with a completely different consonant. And, in fact, with uh, before – there is a bilabial, which is the B, stopped, voiced consonant. And then there's an F, which is an unvoiced labiodental. So you've got bottom lip, top teeth. Bah. And again, you can't do that because in order to do it, you would have to move your lip up to your teeth or your teeth down to your lip. Mm-hmm. And we, we, the audience, would see it. Mm. So you have to replace the Bs, the Fs and the Ms with different consonants. Yeah, Essentially, you have to fake it. So we're going to tell you what it is that you do. Um
1: Okay. Are you up for having a go? And then I'll ask you what you did. Sure. And I think that might be quite interesting for the listeners. Uh, and let me, remember, let, viewing this is going to be the best experience.
0: Let me sing it without, uh, without doing the ventriloquism lip thing. Uh, and then with. When you were here before, couldn't look you in the eye. You're just like an angel. Your skin makes me cry. Okay, so that was without. I'm not moving that much, Mm -hmm, but you can see mm -hmm, the movements. mm. Right. When you were here before, couldn't look you in the eye. You're just like an angel. Your skin, makes me cry. I was trying, actually, actually, weirdly, I was trying to move my head just to demonstrate that I hadn't actually frozen the video.
1: <laughs> I was very impressed. Very impressed. So
0: there are really only four words that are tricky in those four lines. Mm. Um, that is three words, isn't it? Right. So, opening line when you were here before. Before is the hard word. Everything else, when you, when you are here, when you are here. The W of when.
1: Yeah, we usually lip round a bit for we, the when.
0: Absolutely. We usually lip yeah. round. It is a, again, it's a bilabial consonant, but the lips stay open. Mm. When. So, you have to replace the W with a double O inside. Ooh, or an or an, an, a, a dark err. Uh. Yeah, an urge, an yeah. urge. O-en o-en o-en, oen, 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 So you can do that easily. Mm-hmm. You can do that without moving mm-hmm. the lips at all. Lips or jaw, in fact. When you were here before. So before the B is replaced with it's a TH sound, but it's closer to an Italian D. So if you do a TH, the 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 the, uh, you don't want your tongue to come between your teeth because again it'll be seen. So you press the tongue tip very very slightly Into against the, the upper the. teeth. The the the. Th.
1: So it's like it's in the position of a D. Yeah. But it's fricated.
0: Yes, the. 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 the, the, and there is a stop. If you put the stop in, the. The. the, the, it is sort of closer to a D, but I still think of it as a TH. Mm. Mm. If he, uh, you are And the F is a blast of air. On a TH. Again, this is an unvoiced TH, but it's a very, very loose TH. Do it
1: again in context.
0: When you, when you, when you, hear the thaw, thaw, thaw. Mm. I am actually doing th, but without it. the tongue coming through the teeth. Mm. When you, hear the thaw. You can just about get away with it. Couldn't couldn't look you in the eye. You can do that's that's all done inside. All happens inside. Really, really easy. Mm -hmm. You're just you're just like an angel. Weirdly, there's a difficulty on just.
1: You're just just saying just. I'm just saying no.
0: I'm actually doing just. Okay. But because you go from the J to the U, there is a temptation to open the jaw Mm. and you see it. And oddly enough, the blast of air on the ST also encourages you to open very slightly. You Mm. really have to control Mm. the jaw. You're just like an angel. And you can hear, I can make the rest of the consonants really clearly. And can
1: I just say how impressed I am with the amount of resonance you're producing?
0: Yes, nice. I like it. It's
1: phenomenal, which was another thing that was discussed in the group. And, you know, we're always saying to people that all of the work of um, singing voice and speaking voice, in fact, is done inside. Yes. We do far too much work outside.
0: Yes. Okay, final line. Mm. Your skin, your, your skin, next knee cry, your skin, next knee cry, next knee cry, next knee. Now, if you really listen carefully, I'm doing next knee, mm. but it isn't a proper N. It's not an N as I would normally do it. Tongue is slightly further forward, the slightly looser pressure. So the stop, if you like, is closer to the lips, even though it's still behind the teeth.
1: Do you know what I think? This is very interesting, um, and it's one of the ways that um, ventriloquism. It's one of the reasons why ventriloquism, ventriloquism, <laughs> uh, works. Which is that we hear words in context. Yes. Now, when I listen to you do line by line, I'm kind of much more critical and I nitpick a bit more. But when I hear you sing the whole phrase, you know, um, the four lines, I'm completely convinced. So I would like you to um, sing the first four lines again.
0: okay. When you hear the thought couldn't look you in the eye You're just like an angel Your skin makes me cry.
1: That was fun. (laughs) And um, Darcy Lynn, you are a master oh, of the art.
0: Amazing. So, I mean, if you are, at a, I always say to people, I bet when you buy the book, uh, This Is A Voice, you don't read the ventriloquism and mimicry chapter because you think it's an, absolutely not relevant for me. It I'm is a, a singer. It is a phenomenal use of mm. consonants. Mm-hmm. Phenomenal use of consonants. And vowels. And vowels as well. Mm. The fact that you have to create all of those vowels without moving your jaw or lips at all is phenomenal. Mm. It tells me that all vowels and consonants can be bar a handful, can be made just with the tongue. Mm. Uh, obviously there are the bilabels you can't do. Um there's an there is one vowel that is slightly harder than the others because you feel like you need a bit more space. But everything, I mean you just heard me do four lines of text. Mm. Um, and obviously, the other thing is the last time I did, it, I took a lot of the volume away because I don't want to work that hard. You know, I have a microphone up my nostril, so why would I bother?
1: And also, um, I noticed that there's a kind of a cue, isn't there? If, um, In other words, a listening cue, which is if you get to the end of a phrase and there's a sort of um, a release of breath, mm. even if we don't see anything move, as watchers, mm. we will map that as a cue that somebody was using their voice.
0: I'm going to encourage people to just stare into the mirror at their mouths and sing those four lines. It is so revealing.
1: Okay, I'm off to practice. Yeah,
0: good. That's it. Um, More next time. Bye. Bye Bye-bye. This is A Voice, a podcast with Dr Gillian Kayes and Jeremy Fisher.